Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius, and I present to you, as always, episode 93 of the... Shoot that shit. All right. Get the shit. You'll get the shit. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius, and I'm here with the one and only, my guy, Ruben Hill, a.k.a. Rue Nasty, a.k.a. Yes, Coach Rue. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uncle Rue. Rue <laughs> Delano. All of it. All of it. All of it. I like the... Hey, my guy. I didn't even notice they had the D-hat on, bro. Always, man. Always. Repping Delano, bro. Always. Wanted to have you on, my guy, because I think uh, it's important that we have these conversations that we're going to have today. We are comfortable in chaos. We grew up in chaos, right? right? right, right. And that's why I always kind of gravitated. I did gravitate towards yeah. you from the jump. I felt like we really had that in common. We were really comfortable where people are not comfortable. You right, know what I mean? With, with the upbringing. So, Rue, just, you, can you just kind of give like a summary of yourself, bro? I know, um, just real fast, my guy coaches basketball here in Kern County. Um, he's at North High. He loves the game of basketball, loves this thing called life. So I'm honored to have you on, bro. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, so my family's from Delano. My grandpa and grandma settled. Uh, my grandparents from Oklahoma. So like the Dust Bowl kind of pushed all the black folks west. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandparents raised eight of my, gra- of my grandpa's siblings, mm-hmm. five children of their own and 17 grandkids and like pretty much a lot of other people on the way. So, you know, just real, I won't say my gra- my grandparents were hard workers. My grandpa was the first black fireman in Kern County, Seen first that. black uh, school board member, first black councilman, first black mayor. So my grandpa was the first for a lot of things mm-hmm. uh, in our county and like in our state, realistically. Uh, my grandma was a preschool teacher. So it wasn't like we didn't have, there was just so many of us sometimes mm-hmm. that stuff didn't really like trickle down. You know what I mean? My grandpa... Uh, proudly from the west side of Delano. He never wanted to leave the west side of Delano, so that's where he just set up shop and raised his family. Uh, you know, like, as far as, like, my dad died when I was two years old. Uh, you know, the streets are, like, crazy place. Uh, the 80s really kind of put a damper on everything that black people were doing. You know what I mean? Like, in a few short words, like, drugs, uh, crack cocaine specifically, like, flooded the streets. You know what I mean? So, like, a lot of my uncles and aunts were just, like, victims of that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So. Definitely. Uh, my grandparents did the right thing and they kind of just took all of us in and I'm the youngest out of mm-hmm. all of them so things you know I kind of got bullied a little bit you know I had a big family so all of my siblings are more or less my I mean all of my cousins are more or less my siblings Definitely. so we kind of just grew up you know in that kind of way real humbly uh, yeah that's beautiful bro I think that's another thing too uh, with your grandparents they seem like they're the kind of protectors of the family they're the right. ones that kept that thing together and right. that's kind of how I felt with my family too it's crazy so these 80s was crazy for uncles yeah. and aunts, bro. The, 80, the 80s was a real time yeah, it was were, a real time they were having, I think I don't know if they were I don't want to say having fun but they were just wilding out just, a lot of it a lot know, of it that culture was just a crazy culture bro I know you we know. love Rick James and uh-huh. shit, but that culture was just yeah party bro and when you like when you do your research and you kind of like figure out how because cocaine was a party drug, right? Yes, definitely. So like all through the '70s, all through the '60s, like the rich were, you know, some line here, line that there. That was the the, the the white, the rich man's drug. Uh, it was That's a how rich man's drug. Going. And definitely. then when crack came, it was a little cheaper, a lot cheaper mm-hmm. actually. And mm-hmm. it was, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of just shoved in the communities. Mm-hmm. And so I think some people caught a lot worse, and I just happened to be one of the uh, one of the ones like a lot of generations later that kind of just are still affected by it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So everything that I do. 
Um, I just try to like help break the cycle. I just try to help show kids I grew up how I grew up, how we grew up, in the areas that we grew up. Cause mm-hmm. uh, I just want to show them that 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 there is a way out, but you have to see the other side. You know what I'm saying? And I just try to bridge the gap as much as I can. Definitely. Cause bro. we'd be we'd be foolish to say that everybody has a choice. Like when you grow up like us, you fully understand that not everybody has a choice, mm-hmm. and not everybody has like people in their life that are gonna set them straight and show them right from wrong. Mm-hmm. Some people are kind of just victim to, to circumstance. You know Definitely. what I mean? Victim of your surroundings. A hundred percent. I think we discussed that too. Like our, you know, the people we looked up to, I guess we could say our OGs, our big cousins, whatever, they, they taught us everything wrong. hundred percent. And we loved it. We gravitated towards yeah, it, right? bro. I feel like that, you know, my, I wasn't down and out either, like, with my family, but did I gravitate towards that life? Like, yeah, of course I did, because that's what, I wanted to be like that's them, what you see. they were cool. That's cool, you see, I mean, you're a young kid, and you just see a stack of money. Yeah, Not definitely. knowing, like, how it got here, or like, what, you just like, man, that's cool. I see you got the jewelry, you got the nice whip, you got the fly girl that everybody wants, like, exactly. I'm not really, I'm not really focused on how you got it, just the fact that you have it, and you mm-hmm. look like me, because on TV, it's real, it's, it's, it's opposite. You and they're showing saying? you love that you really can't get from anyone else, You can't get from nobody bro. else. Yeah, it's so weird. I yeah. think now that as a, as a grown-ass man, we could see... They were showing us love that we couldn't get from dad or nah. we couldn't get from grandpa or tata, that's why I call him. Like, we couldn't get that love, from, like, the nah. big cousin love or the homie love was just like, oh, you really messed with me. It was, like, di- it was different. You want me around. A thousand percent. And you're not even knowing at the time that maybe some of their peers not showing them the same type of love we giving them. Because mm-hmm. we looking up at them like role models and they kind of knowing at the time, like, man, I'm really not shit. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. At the same time, little man showed me love, so let me go ahead and like school little man on how to do it, or maybe if I'm in a bind, let me show you how not to get it. So like, mm-hmm. I didn't, I wouldn't want to say I like those people were my role models more, more than I just didn't really want to be like them niggas in the long run. <laughs> no, you know what I'm okay. saying? Because yeah, the game, right? Because th- this is right. So sometimes when you're young or like when when you're impressionable, you only see the highlights. Mm-hmm. Like especially in today's generation, mm-hmm. but more so like when you're young, just in general, you only see the highlights. A little thirty second clip, the dunk. Mm-hmm, definitely. But you put that full that full film on. You know what I'm saying? Like you see it from start to finish. Like I seen people that were sober, and I seen them turned out mm-hmm. in a matter of months. Fast. Quick. So fast. Bro. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Like mm-hmm. you get that paycheck, and you know what I'm saying? These are like nickel and dime drugs, right? So mm-hmm. of course it's five ten, but five ten every hour on the hour over three days, your check gone in a weekend, mm-hmm. man. I seen it. Yes, bro. I seen it lived quick, it. lived it. Like, yes, bro. It was in the house. Like, mm-hmm. my grandparents did everything they could to protect us and shield us from it. But like, it's some stuff you just you just gotta see. Yeah, you were, and it like I said, we grab it, we love seeing oh, it. Oh man! And I and I hate to say it, but man, when I was growing up, hip hop was a thing in this house. And oh, it was like, cracking. We want to do everything. Like, we want to be hard. We want to be tough. It was and cracking. We associated that shit with being tough my, and being, uh, being cool. So my oldest cousin, right? My oldest cousin, Ricky. Uh, he was a record promoter, mm-hmm. so he was getting the singles and everything. I'm saying like all these people came through Delano at one point, mm-hmm. like because they're on their way to Fresno. So like the exhibits, the Snoops, the Bone Thugs, so many pictures, so many plaques inside my grandma's house mm-hmm. of stuff that he promoted. He was on the corner back in the day. He was at the corner. Yeah, definitely. Yo, ex- uh, exhibit coming to the record store. Y'all gonna be here? He signed autographs. When they t- really had to push this promo. When they, they really had to push, had to push they had and to push, they had to push bro. the singles in order to sell the albums. Mm-hmm. You know definitely, what I'm saying? Bro, so yes. I like. We grew up in that time. Obviously, my grandparents like their 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 music taste. You know what I'm saying? The James Browns, the Temptations, the Isley Brothers, just all that. 
But my older cousins, man, Bone Thugs was it. Like yeah. Snoop Dogg was it. Pac, man, oh my God. I remember hearing Pac as a youngster, like mm -hmm. the whole East Coast, West Coast beef. Like my cousins asking me, like, where you from? Like, you know what I'm <laughs> exactly. saying? And these are questions exactly. you really gotta answer because you you is pick a side if it comes do or die, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like yeah, exactly. not that it was right or whatever, but we these are things that we lived, mm -hmm. bro. Like, we was I was so young and I could just remember if I wasn't outside I was on the porch and I seen it mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying so when I did jump off I was like oh I had already got the game I had yeah, already bro. seen it exactly I think that's what and dude in a weird way I missed that shit I oh, missed man. being with my boys all day yeah, I remember one time my cousin see me hanging out with my guys he's like no you go with them they from that side you from you with them now yeah and I was like well that's where I'm kind of from my guys yeah well, yeah that's yeah. where we live at 100%. and I, that's when I realized too that family is not always blood either mm -hmm. and when you do see blood on the other side still like you know yeah 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 go roll with them my it's loyalty bro it's it's is so weird dude it's loyalty I'll over royalty you know what i'm saying like we could be tied up but like your uh your morals and your, it could it could it could lead you to choose a different thing yeah. than mine and that's when you're no longer my family it's, that and was I, the biggest one of the biggest heartbreaks in my life i was like oh that my cousin told me go roll with them you ain't my cousin no more i'm like and I had to run my dude. I walked in with them. What do you want me to yeah, do? Like, yeah. It was crazy. I remember 100%. I was like in ju a junior in high school when you told me that. And I was just a whole different Ernie, too. You know, we're young yeah, and dumb. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. Well, go ahead. All right, Mike. That's how I see it, fa family. You know what I uh -huh. mean? So crazy, dude, how that life could really teach you, like, some hard lessons and stuff. But we need those, man. You like, do. You do. And that's why I think we have in common, too, with the kids now, like, coaching basketball and whatnot. Just teaching right. them, like, bro, there's nothing. That it's, did nothing for us. It's it's nothing cool about it, you know what I mean? Like in the grand scheme, uh, it's quick money at best if if, if that's the life you want to live. And if not, if you're not really trying to hustle and you're really just in the streets and you're just up to no good, like that that lifespan is a lot shorter than everybody else's. It, and that shit comes around so fast. Mm -hmm. There's only two ways out. Uh, I didn't believe it either, bro. Nah, bro. There's only that's two it. ways There's out. There's only two ways. Yeah, and it's that, so and that, scary. And that's life. And, and you'll see it like now that we're older, like you probably – Cause say the same what sixteen's a big deal. Mm. Eighteen is like, okay, cool, I'm in the game. Twenty one, you get to twenty one with no you like Yeah. What now? Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Cause twenty one exactly. was the goal, right? So, hey, we there's so many times we could have been caught up. Oh, there's man. so many times we could have gotten some heat that we didn't need. That you didn't need. But we were just young and dumb, like you oh. just following around until you learn like, oh, okay, that's no good. Cause it's like your parents could your parents could do their best. Right, but mm -hmm. my my grandparents especially they were so much they were so old, mm -hmm. and we by the time we had came through me and my my little four cousins or whatever my siblings my, my you know mm -hmm. they had already seen it all they had already raised four or five generations of kids mm -hmm. so they was just like look there's a door. As we got older, we only had one rule, and that was you had to wake up on Sunday mornings and sing in the church choir. Mm -hmm. You didn't really had no curfew. But on Sunday mornings, if you didn't wake up, and, up. oh man, nine yeah. o'clock Sunday school, yeah, ten o'clock morning worship, we was in, we was there, mm -hmm. and that was kind of just like how our grandparents kind of humbled us too, because no matter what we did on Friday and Saturday, we woke up Sunday and we was in that church, we was in that choir, go repent, and we had to go, we had to take lessons on the sermons, mm -hmm. we had to take notes, mm -hmm. and we had to be able to talk that when we got back in the car, like what'd you learn? That's okay, beautiful. you know what I mean? Cause like you could learn that you could learn that album, you could learn all them plays on the football, basketball court. You know what I'm saying? Football, field, basketball court. But you can't remember the words then, though. And that was it. And I was kind of like, like our, like now that I, I'm older and I realize it, that was kind of like my grandpa was our Sunday school teacher. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like how he got out of a lot of his frustration on us throughout mm -hmm. the week. He would take notes and he would find scriptures mm -hmm. and he would try to relate that to the way we were living. Mm -hmm. And he'd be like, "This is it." And you, cause some of the, sometimes you know a lot of those fall on deaf ears, but. Isn't it crazy how you wish 
We could have just went back to appreciate a little oh, bit more. Man. Oh man, I, I had, had to tell my grandpa. I had time, to tell bro. my grandpa. I had to, like probably like a year ago, bro. Like right, right around the time my grandma died. Me and my grandpa's relationship kind of like took a took took. We got a lot closer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I understood a lot more things, and I was like, man, you was grooming me, bro. Because <laughs> like growing up in Delano, right? So like, I went to school in Bakersfield. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like I went to school. I grew up here and the whole stuff. So. Uh, on the way to school, my on the in the mornings, my grandpa we used to listen to AM radio, mm-hmm. and we used to listen to uh, Paul Harvey ten fourteen, and Paul Harvey would give his little like you know his little rhetoric or whatever his little his little synopsis of life, and we talk about it, and so I get dropped off, and on the way back he would ask me three questions before we turned FM radio on, before we turned on ninety four point one or whatever he would ask me three questions, and a lot of it was about what Paul Harvey said, and a lot of it was about what happened in school, mm-hmm. so he was just grooming me, he was teaching me and teaching me and teaching me just like. Just life through these talks, through these thirty-minute car rides, and a lot of it, like I'm, like you said, I'm just, man, I wish, but it's crazy how the big ones stuck. Always. And now that I get in these rooms, and I'm like, I'm politicking, well, you know, at work, or like I'm politicking, just like with with the hoop stuff. It's like, oh, I heard this before. Mm-hmm. My grandpa told me a story about when he was coming up and how maybe he was uh, discriminated against, or maybe mm-hmm. he thought he didn't get his fair shake and he had to keep his head down. So I'm like, a lot of the perseverance and a lot of that, like. Growing up, I thought it was my older cousin, I thought it was my uncles, but a lot of that is just my grandpa. Mm-hmm. And you know how it is being a junior, mm-hmm. being like third or fourth in line, like you're the namesake. Yes, bro. And when, 100%. And, and our families 100%. don't play about the namesake. Like you nah, could, bro. like a lot of the stuff my other cousins could get away with, I couldn't get away with. Mm-hmm. Especially just in the streets. Like, what's your name? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're who? Oh, wait, but oh, your pops was, yeah, he passed. Oh, Nah, we're not messing with you, bro. Mm-hmm. You good? You mm-hmm. got a G-Pass. Like, mm-hmm. all right, good. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it, I couldn't really get into it if I wanted to, but... That's a blessing at the end A lot of times, I got sent home. Like, I got sent home. I was ready to ride. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We just, whatever party, you know what I'm saying? Nah, we gonna go too. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, little homie, you gotta sit this one out. <laughs> Damn, bro, I can't never... You know what I'm saying? But... They look... They they, they was just looking us, out. They, you know what I'm saying? Like, you hoop. Like, nah, you gotta practice in the morning. Mm-hmm. All right, bet. Mm-hmm. So then now I'm just like, the older I got, I'm playing on different teams, and I'm seeing, and I'm going, and I'm playing in different cities, and I'm so. That's the misconception about the streets, bro. They take care of the ones they see potential oh, they in see. 100%. Oh, they see. I think people don't realize that if they really care, if they really mm-hmm. fuck with you, they're going to yeah, take care of you 100%. And, and I think I've seen that so many times. I didn't understand it either, but I'm like, no, nah, you you too smart out here. Like, uh-huh. what are you doing? What you like, doing, bro? What are you doing? Like, your dad working hard. Your gra- like, the namesake. Yeah, you the namesake. Need- no, nah, this ain't for you. I'm like, nah, it's good. I want- let, me- let me go smoke with y'all. Let me learn how to roll. I remember that was like a big mm-hmm. thing in high school. I want to learn how to roll. If I kick with y'all all day, yeah. especially with the big homies. Like, uh-huh. it was so crazy. But then I remember them telling me, like, nah, you too smart. Why? Yeah. What are you going to get? Look 100%. at my brother. Look at this. I'm like, oh. I was so ignorant at the time, oh, dog. Man. Like, Especially when you at the park, like my, my biggest thing, bro, is I used to be at the park hooping, right? And you know, you at the park, like it's a lot of different areas of the park. It's mm-hmm. crazy how they're so small, but they seem so big. Mm-hmm. Uh, the homies, you know, they be over there, woo woo, you know, doing their thing, and it's like, what's up, bro? Let me come over here. Like, nah, bro, you gotta go hoop. Go, you go play a little game. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, like the older I got, it is like the more I got outside, the more it kind of just like pushed me to be like, all right, cool. Obviously, I got a, I got a different calling. I got a different meaning. So mm-hmm. that's when the hoop stuff really took off. Like I was like 18, 19. I started coaching like uh, the young kids, and then once I got in tune with like the middle school and high school age kids, I was like, oh, this this we, is it. We could take them here or take uh-huh, them there, and uh-huh. hopefully with the words we give them, they'll go Facts. this way. The game it, saved my life. Yeah, dude. it saved my life. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of lessons you could you could teach kids through this game. You know what I mean? Like, I had a mentor growing up when I was in high school. I had a coach, actually. 
I was like failing classes and not. And he was telling him I'm going to study hall, make up, you know, first mm-hmm. progress report come out. I'm not eligible. I'm supposed to be the guy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, cool. He set me down. He was like, all right, best. So like on weekends, like we gonna go watch other, like you know, we was going to the Drew League. We was gonna watch and one tournaments, mm-hmm. like all the big high school games in the state that played on Saturdays. He was taking me to, and I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I want to be on this level. Well, if you want to be on this level, you gotta stop hanging out with who you hanging out with. You gotta stop with them, my guys, like. Nah, but they can't do what you could do. Mm-hmm. So then that kind of like in high school just divided a rift between me and the homies. But all my real homies understood, like, mm-hmm. where you going to get up out of here? Like, you, like, it's crazy, like, going back and talking to my homies, they were like, bro, we always knew you was going to do this. Mm-hmm. We always knew you was going to be on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how you? I was trying to be like y'all. They was like, nah, we was trying to be like you. Mm-hmm. And it's such, it's so crazy, bro, how life and how the game would just humble you like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, bro. It's, 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 a, it's a reality check sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. how'd y'all know? How'd you know? They always, some, it's just, yeah. it's so, it's, I don't want to say it's charisma, but it's that special light that they, right. you have, my guy. People it's just say that. weird, People bro. Say that. It's a special light, bro. And I feel like that's how we relate to it. Now we come back, it's like, oh, shit, you. You doing that? How could I, like, bro? If I could do it, any of oh, could man. do it, bro. Any of y'all oh, could do this man. game. I'd have, I'd have been there, bro. Like, I didn't, I didn't have them nights where I didn't want to keep going. Like, where you kind of like you sleeping in the car and you hungry. Like, I've been there, guy. I've been, I've been there. I've been there. Broke, bro. Once I left my grandparents' house, I was not going back. Mm-hmm. My grandparents got an open door policy, but I could never give my grandpa that satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Like, I was never gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Not even satisfaction, because I'm pretty sure he didn't want me to come back. Like, like it would be more disappointing, if anything. Yeah, I'm sure. The, the, of course, they always... always they would have took me back. Would love to. We could we I'm out. Let you sleep I'm out here in these streets, I, my I moved G. out when I was 17. I wasn't going back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was it. Like, once mm-hmm. I left Delano and came to Bakersfield, I wasn't going back to Delano. Mm-hmm. I'd always told myself that. So, it was just... It was kind of just like... It, like you said, it was just God's will. Like, yeah, you, no. you, he knows. People know. Like, that charisma, that energy, like, they... They could sense it. You know what I'm that saying? That grind, my guy. That's, and yeah. that's, that's kind of like what I put these on these fucking shirts, dude. This whole keep grind. It's not just the same. Nah. This is what I've been doing all my life, though. Y'all just seen it now. Yeah. I just didn't. It's coming full circle. Yeah, you, I just never really believed in it either, to be honest with you. I just thought, like, I just got to get by. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to get by. But no, it's bigger than that. You're trying to grind because yeah. the manifestation now leads to here. Once you realize that you just trying to, like, in the beginning, right? It's. I'm just trying to fit in. I'm just trying to blend in. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure I'm not the one that's messing up. And then you kind of see who's in charge and like who's in the lead. And you're like, nah, I could do that. Yeah. So then the goal changes, right? You go from like just wanting to blend. Now it's like, okay, I'm the guy. Now you're fully embracing like what your parents and what what everybody else saw on you. You're fully embracing that. And I was mm-hmm. like, all right, man, get out the way, bro. Like, and this is easy. When we surround ourselves by people too mm-hmm. who are on different levels, it's like, work. They're kind of working our mind a little bit 100%. better. Like, oh, there's always something different we could do, Earn or real. Like, we could we could build on this. How are you going to build on this now? And I know we talked about this when I first met you about being, you know, I think we were just a, we were just on JV. You were assistant on JV, I think, uh, at the yeah, time, like five was, years I, ago. I was a freshman coach at Liberty. And just talking about how it wasn't frustration, but just your will to want to be something. I wanted to be the JV coach. Yeah. I wanted to be that. I wanted to be that. When I first came in, I was like, I'm just here to help. Yeah, exactly. And I seen it, and I put the work in, and then I, I saw people who was in front of me, and I saw people come and go, and I was like, nah. Yeah, exactly. I, I deserve that. And then mm-hmm. once you start talking about what you deserve, and you start manifesting things, you start praying on things, you start putting in like... Like, luck favors the prepared man. Definitely. Right? You definitely. don't just 100%. get lucky. No, bro. Definitely. Luck favors the prepared man. So if you're not prepared and you're not ready to 
to take action when your number is called, then it's just gonna pass you by and you're just gonna stay stagnant. Prep is everything. I tell people, a thousand did you prepare though? Like, what did you expect when you're not giving the yeah. these damn books? What am I expecting when I'm not giving three hours to the game? Mm-hmm. Just studying. What do 100%. you expect, Ern? Like, come on, are you really surprised you didn't do that well? Yeah. I think that's life too. Like, how are you supposed to do well when you didn't even. So sometimes luck does happen though. A thousand we, percent. Sometimes luck happens. But it, but if you're not, like. We, gotta, we yeah. can't bank on that every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers will be motherfuckers like, uh, they'll, you'll be foolish to be like, oh, my hard work and I just grind it and that's the only reason why. Nah, you gotta get lucky. Yeah, there's you gotta, luck. you know what I'm saying? There's you gotta some hit the jackpot. This shit, a little bit, just like a little a boost of stepping stone. Sometimes mm-hmm. we get in these rooms and it's really, it's not what you know, but sometimes it's who you know. 100%. You don't gotta be qualified. You just kinda gotta like, we live in right no, now. What you we know do what at, I'm what saying? We doing at these well, schools. A thousand percent, bro. Yeah, who we know. Sure, you're qualified, but me, I wasn't. Like, I, I mean, I know. just walked in like I'm a basketball coach. Like, <laughs> what? Like, what can you do? Like, I'm good with kids. Oh, you want to do special ed? All right, bet. Same here. Bro. I just grinded, put my head down, and I was always on time. And then my, you know, the my little thing. Isn't it crazy how the little things are yeah, like? Yeah, that's it's it. So crazy. And bro. you would think, right? Because like, we're coming from where we come from. That's just what's expected. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to wake up and take the trash out. You're supposed to brush your teeth. You're mm-hmm. supposed to shower. Before you, these are you're supposed to make your bed in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? I, at least how I, I grew up, old school. So it's like, you need. we always had to like two things we had to do. We didn't have very many chores because we played sports, mm-hmm. but we had to cut the grass and we had to take the trash out. Mm-hmm. And the girls had to uh, clean the kitchen and vacuum the living room mm-hmm. and make my grandparents' bed every night. Mm-hmm. Those were things that were expected. Mm-hmm. So when you get in here and you like, oh, work, mm-hmm. I thought, and then you see how little work the people that were already there do, it makes people look at you like, man, he's a superstar. It's like, oh. I didn't know y'all was up here just cutting corners this whole time. Mm-hmm. I saw you guys is where I wanted to be. And so now I'm just like, oh, I could elevate past you with just the grind. Definitely. Like the grind going to speak for itself. Exactly, bro. I'm going to just prove to you, give me that opportunity, and I'm going to run with it. Mm-hmm. But like so many times, too many of our people don't get that opportunity. They quit. They quit. They, they do quit. They do quit. No perseverance, no resiliency. I think you have to have all that. There's been so many times. I'm sure you felt the same way. Like, fuck all this. 100%. I'm done. Like, why? If I want to be stuck, I'm going, I'm doing the same thing over and over, but right. I get the same result. Right. Then, But duh. they never seen nobody that looks like us and does what we do, comes from where we come from. They never seen them be successful on just like on our level, right? So you got to mm-hmm. redefine your idea of success. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be rich. I don't want to be crazy rich oh, with so much money. I don't want to know what to do with it. I don't want to be super famous. I want to be good to people. I want to be comfortable. comfortable. I want to I have a nice house. I want to have a nice car. Mm-hmm. I want to have a, you know what I'm saying, a wife that holds me down. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to vacation wherever I want to. And freedom is a great thing. That's it. Just, I want to do what I want to do. People, I want to be comfortable. Exactly, bro. I don't want to do anything that's not outside my means. I don't want any extra more responsibility that I want and that I and that I feel like I can handle. I want to mm-hmm. take on everything that I can handle and I'm going to do that great. Mm-hmm. But if it's not for me, people got to stay in their lane. Definitely. There's some things that like, I just don't mess with because that's not who I am. Yeah, I that's... know what I'm good at and I know what I'm true to mm-hmm. and I know what who's behind me. Mm-hmm. That if I was to quit now, like, okay, like people are like the other day at school, man, when these kids was like, what do you do, bro? I was like, oh, like, I, you know, I'll be out here. Yeah. I work. He's like, nah, man, you got a nice car, man. He's like, you got jewelry. He's like, you got shoes. Mm-hmm. He's like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, I'm not just work. I coach basketball. I work at a school, man. Mm-hmm. But what's your idea of success? Because to some kids, like, I'm I'm popping. Yeah. Definitely. But I'm not, like, moving weight. I'm not hustling. I'm not scamming. I could sleep at night. 
I'm comfortable. We got a pool at the crib. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying? I drive a nice car. Uncle Sam can see everything that's he coming in. He can see in. everything. It's legal. It's legit, <laughs> yeah, bro. Exactly. You can live like this, too. What's your idea of success? Exactly, exactly. I could vacation wherever I want to. I ain't been in, I ain't been at home every weekend this month. Yeah, I've seen that. You know what <laughs> I mean? But that's that. the grind. That's the work. Like, it's taking me places. It's a beautiful thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's beautiful, but dog. it's a lot of times, like, it's no retirement plan in selling drugs, young guy. No, there isn't. There's no bro. retirement plan in the streets. No, there isn't. Everybody you know that you thought had money when you growing up still live in the same house. Mm-hmm. They still got that same car that you thought was nice in the 90s. They still got it. And I think people need to realize, too, what they what you've seen is they're spending as fast as they get in oh, it. Man. And that's something I learned, too. I'm like, ah. Like, you see, like, and it's here, too. All these, I'm just trying to learn how to manage money now. The money ain't hard to get. Nah. But how do you manage it to work for you? How do you credit Exactly. When I bought my first car, man, I had no credit. My, my little my little Craigslist pup pup, you know what I'm saying? My little Buick LaSabre, it had it, had, it went bad. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Shut saying? R.I.P. Bucky. Mm-hmm. And I needed a car. And I was serving. And I didn't really know about bank accounts. I was serving and I was officiating. So when you serve, you get a lot of cash. Mm-hmm. And when you officiate, you get cash too. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't putting it in the bank. So I, went, games a crazy game. so I went to the car dealership. Like, look, bro, I need a car. Everybody was like, all right, run your credit. They're like, oh, you don't have no credit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I'm I got this money, bro. I need a car. So I'm like, man, I have, you know, my little savings or whatever. I took the guy cash in a backpack. Mm-hmm. He was like, all right, bro, you could pick any car from here to here. <laughs> and that's how I got my first car. And that's how I learned about credit. Like, yeah. you got to make your payments on time. Mm-hmm. You got to, like, about credit cards and just about all of that. And I'm like, man, I'm 19 and I had no idea. No one I ever so- taught us, bro. Nah, bro. That's what that's what I want to get to, too. When we were talking about gravitating to the homies and the big cousins, mm-hmm. whoever did treat us like our grandparents right. or parents, no one ever did that. They did that for the bad shit. I wish they would just did it just a little bit for the good shit. They didn't even know. They didn't go to school. Well, yeah, exactly. They didn't. Exactly. And even when you do go to school, they don't teach you. So you got to think of it like this, right? So. Uh, Working in the school now. I you work see at that. a school. Sometimes you see some of these teachers and, and you fully understand, right? You yeah. could you could see when these rappers would be like, My teacher said I wasn't gonna be shit. Sometimes you'd be like, Man, that's cap, but sometimes your circumstance doesn't allow you to be the best student. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like if you could go to school all day, every day, and you're always in trouble, you always getting kicked out of class, you kinda just want some attention, and you always feel like you're the bad person, or you can go to the corner, they're gonna tell you they love you, they're gonna give you a little bit of money. As long as you bang this flag, mm-hmm. as long as you say you're from here, mm-hmm. what, what are you gonna choose? After three weeks of school, you get suspended every day. You get you you not in your class. Constantly you shitting on you. You and you know what I'm saying in school suspension. Mm-hmm. What or or I could go over here. They gonna take care of me. I think whatever I think is take care of, protect mm-hmm. me. They gonna give me a gun. They gonna give me some cash. They gonna give me some drugs. Mm-hmm. And that's all the love I want. That's all the attention I need. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna gravitate to? What you know. What are our homies? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like what you know. These people did that, yeah. and they do that. And sometimes you're like, man, if 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 little Johnny had to get dressed in the dark, make sure his little sister ate breakfast, uh, make sure she got to school to the bus stop, uh, uh, make sure his mom was like doing whatever she was doing, lock up the house, walk to school. Maybe he got to school 10 minutes late because he had to do all these responsibilities. Mm-hmm. He forgot a pencil. And you on him. And you pressing him about the pencil. Mm-hmm. You know what this young dude or this young lady Cause like you know, a lot of times it is a big sisters too. You know what they had to do in you order know, just to even get to school. And they growing up so fast. Like you know oh. what she going through right now. And no. you gonna you gonna yeah. send her out for not doing homework? Have you ever had a conversation with these kids? Mm-hmm. Cause I was one of those kids. Mm-hmm. Like 
I didn't think like my my you know what I'm saying I went I was I was awarded the state. Mm-hmm. I went through the custody thing. We was in like not really foster care, but we you know like the 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 transaction period where they're trying to find like you know what I'm saying I knew my grandparents were always gonna come get me, but yeah. like no, just in them things I was in them like them six hour holding cells with them other. I'm like whoa like. If you only knew, I'd have been that kid. Mm-hmm. Have you even had a conversation? Mm-hmm. How you doing today, man? Did you eat today? Exactly, bro. What's up? How you living? What's going on at home, my guy? What's going on? Are you good? Yeah. Are you good? Are you good? Bro, did anybody ever, did anybody supposed to be a role model in school ever tell you that? Nah, bro. You know what they did, bro? Fuck, bro. They we sent me to uh, they sent me to counseling and therapy. That's to a lady that I had to go see twice a week who used to tell me I was angry and try to figure out why I was angry. And yes. I didn't know I was angry. Oh, they used to take me to the fucking domestic against family against domestic violence and just talk with this lady who's a stranger who ain't even know that. Yo, you see what I, you don't even know what I had to see last night with my you parents. Have no idea, yo. Like, you ever been in mediation at 10 years old, 11 years because you're the oldest? Like, what the fuck were you nah. want How do you want me to feel, yeah. lady? Yeah, man. I'm a little mad about it because yeah. ain't nobody asked me, hey, Aaron, what you want to do? What you want to do? I'm over here packing my bag every month, every month, and Wednesday, and then I can't take no homes, no clothes from my dad's house because my dad wants to keep his clothes here. Right. So I got to right. go with my motherfucking gym shorts and this ugly shirt that my mom got me and go right. back my mom's. <laughs> yeah. No one yeah. ever asked. I'm waking sure, up to chaos every ever, day, man. Waking we, we're comfortable in chaos. chaos, bro. Yeah, man, because that's all you that's all you know. I was thinking about that yesterday, my guy, riding out. And this is what's crazy about this pod. It's real, you know what I mean? This yeah, is what 100%. this is like. We didn't prep for any of this nah, shit. No, no, no. I was thinking, like, what could I name this? And how could I start the pod? And I'm like, I like Rue because we were... We ain't the we ain't thugs or nothing like that. Nah, we grew nah, up around some rough characters. Yeah, and yeah, we know yeah. rough characters. In the, in the environment, in the hood. And it's... We were comfortable in chaos. That's all you know. And that's why I think we should name the pod anyway. But that's how I figured. A thousand percent. That's why I think that we Comfortable, really click, com- bro. That's great, bro. And, and that's real, man. Like, you don't know what it's like when you at, when, when I was with my mom and pops or whatever, uh, and you waking up three o'clock in the morning, it's just argument, just fuss about anything, like, like lights and yeah, food bro. and just anything, right? And then, and then you come like back to like Graham's house or whatever, and. If it's egos in the in, in the refrigerator and you went to sleep thinking about them egos and you wake up and your cousin with them egos or your uncle mm-hmm. who done been out all night and they off the shits, mm-hmm. who gonna win that battle? You gotta wake up ten years old like I'm not gonna fight you over no waffles, bro. Yeah, bro. So now I'm gonna just eat my little dry like and you just learn and you just be like then you finally get like all right, cool, man. And it's crazy how our age we see how that kind of scars us now oh, just man. with our relationships with people, with, people, with, yeah. with our girls, with our homies, with Listen. just ourselves. Listen. We're we're always thinking like. Does they do they really love me though? Like, right, right, cause cause you don't know, right? Cause you you don't really know what love is, and you associate love with all different feelings, like with chaos, with chaos, fucking right. Normal, dude, yeah. I I don't know that the, the word nowadays is toxic, right? Exactly. It's, toxic. it's really just chaos, yeah, right? Definitely. So like, I don't know when everything seems to be too good. I might I might throw a damper in it. I might throw like a little ra- I might I might throw like a little random test out because it's coping mechanisms, and I got to keep my heart on secure because Dude. if I give it to you when I'm disappointed, like emotions, I don't know how to deal with, bro. Like I don't really know how to deal with, deal with being disappointed or my my feelings get hurt. Man, I'm a terrible bro. person when my feelings get hurt because I don't know how to act. I don't know how to uh, how to yield that. And like you said, sometimes in our relationships, like especially with women, like it. It could go left. So and it's like we wanted to go fucking left. Every time you wanted to go left. Even right now, and it's not about me at all, but it's your pod, but even like right now, my girlfriend's like, why do I act 
up when it's great. She tells like, why though? Like, is that just what you're used to doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you've seen that all your life, but it you're, it's yeah. a coping mechanism. It's a coping mechanism. Because I'm like, ah, this is doing too good. Something's uh-huh. bound to happen. Something's bound to happen. So let me make something happen. Let me test your gangster and see where you at. With and it's it. horrible to do, but you know what though? I think at least we're aware of what we a thousand do, percent. And I'm aware of it. And now it's just kind of like, okay, I do and, that, and, and I just need to stop. You could, you could, you could work on the on the on the, on the fixing process, right? And it's like it's so beautiful to have somebody who's willing to work with you. A thousand you, though. percent. And, and self assessment is key it's somebody to just point them flaws out like look bro like this hurting me and i know you don't want to hurt me but this is hurting me Mm -hmm. so can you please fix that Mm -hmm. and that's all you really want right i always tell her too, like just validate my feelings just tell me yo i understand Uh it's okay i'm in your corner and i got you in i'm listening to you don't brush it off because i be tripping because i know it's not a big it's not a big deal to her no but to me it's like oh it's a fucking big deal ma yeah 100 and she's like i just want you to validate it and let's talk about it right because i trust you and i'm never gonna be mad at i'm not angry i just want you to validate and just talk to me right see and just help me I always tell just help me and do. See, but you got that, Desi. I see my my little uh, situation or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We're going to kill whatever. Entanglement. My little, you know what I'm saying? It, it's the opposite because I shut down. Yeah. And I don't know how to work through, like, emotional problems. Because, like I said, if I get disappointed or my feelings get hurt, I can't fuck with you. Yeah, I learned that. I learned and that. I, and, and I need you to feel how I felt. Yeah. So it's like, I don't really, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I try to stay out of those situations as much as I can. But, like. Sometimes, like you said, it's that one. Like it's that one. Like look, like look, bro. Like I fuck with you. You know I fuck with you because I didn't showed you I fucked with you. Hundred percent. But you're hurting me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you mean to hurt me, but you're hurting me. Mm-hmm. So can you please address it? And then you be like, damn. It's just so crazy, like the chaos that was all in my life. I'm like, oh, that shit still affects me to this thought, day. Because you end up being the person you don't want to be, and you're like, damn. Even when the person I didn't want to be, I still showed that. I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And I still, I, I even told her, like, I can still tell. I know the date my mom, my mom left this pad. I know the date in my head, like to the back of the teeth. That shit still, and it's, I hate to say it, but, and I try my best not to make it affect me in my life, right. too. But it always is, I think. It is. That's what we grew up Facts, on. bro. I got mommy issues to, like, to the, like, people be like, oh, whatever. But that's like, like, I didn't really have, like, most people, like, I grew Growing up in the hood, n- niggas love their mom. Mm-hmm. Their mom is their soldier, whatever. Early, pre- uh, early pregnancy, whatever. They mm-hmm. beat all that, like, with their moms. Mm-hmm. I never had that, bro. Mm-hmm. My only type of shit was, like, my grandma so mm-hmm. i kind of just associated everything bad and like to my mom like mm-hmm. you said like i can remember the like specific dates where i felt like my mom like mm-hmm. did things mm-hmm. and that so like well i'm like oh man like it's crazy even now dude like i'm older my cousins who did teach me but then i'm like man like, what the fuck y'all were teaching me at 12 yeah, 13 yeah. y'all was smoking that shit around me mm-hmm. like what why A would thousand i percent. Now, why would i respect you now that's why i don't really mess nah, with you. i can't sure if they don't i'm sure they're watching this but they know yeah, like, I can't really mess with you. Cause a now, thousand percent. Now you have kids. What the hell would I be looking like if I was doing that with your kids in the house? And you already know because you grew up in it. So, like, you, you're trying to shield the youngsters from it. And you try to make sure they grow up in love. Like, you a great uncle. Like, you're a great Nino. Like, and same, like, because I knew what my uncles and my aunts did. Yeah, definitely. And I seen it. And they talked to me some type of way. And I used to hate them. Like, my parents ain't your parents. Them is my parents. But it's like. If them is your parents, why are we not living with you? And why we we're siblings at this point, guy? Man, we like we hold the That's same way. Yeah, like definitely. you still here. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get out. At least like I got a shot. Mm-hmm. And so that mm-hmm. adds to like the animosity. It's like I don't really want to be like you. I don't want to be like you. So when I'm out and I'm in the streets and people offer up, nah, because I know I know what that looks like in mm-hmm. 20 years. Definitely. I've seen it, mm-hmm. and I can't be like that, bro. Mm-hmm. I know. Like I said, people only see the highlights. 
oh, well, it's going to make you feel good tonight. Mm-hmm. You're going to do this tonight, tomorrow. All right, cool, but in 10 years, bro, I ain't going to have no money. What's that going to do for you in 10 years? I'm going to be begging my grandparents you for gonna, money. I hate the word potential. You're going to waste your whole fucking potential. Mm-hmm. Your potential's gone now, what you could have been. Right. So what's going to basketball, bro? You, This is you know how we met was through basketball. Right. Shout out to my guy, Domo, the yeah, hill, all the that guys, My guy's big bro. Damo is my uh, my spiritual advisor and everything monogamous. God, dude, my, my Damo is my counselor. One thousand percent. And sometimes I hate hearing it. Nah, I'm that's like, big bro. Oh, nah, but God. he gonna shoot it real to you, bro. Like that's what you gotta respect. Damo hit you with a random text in the middle of the night and be like, "Yo, like, be careful." Yeah. Like, I love you. Mm-hmm. Like, be careful. Make sure you're making good decisions. There's a lot of people that mm-hmm. will be affected. Like on my worst days, I hit Damo like crying, like, "Yo, what's up?" Like, and he'll like break it down to you, like, "Look, bro, like, it's so many people that will be affected by if you did something reckless." than just yourself so think please and like be careful when you're in these rooms and know who's out for you like just randomly mm-hmm. like damn domo like nigga you supposed to be in bed yeah no no facts i remember when i was i went last time with that domo i was just trying to i was gonna throw away the grind i was like just frustrated yeah. like oh I, you know i need more but he put it down like what what do you mean need more like what you got yeah yeah, you got yeah freedom yeah. a thousand percent you worked 10 years to get freedom yeah yeah why why hey bro he's he, he's oh great God. with giving perspective yeah. With perspective and just like where you're going as opposed to where you've been to. Mm-hmm. And like you can't go back to that. Yeah, exactly. And you'll be dumb to settle and throw, like you said, that P word of potential. Yeah. You'll be dumb to just trick it off. So mm-hmm. now, yeah, yeah, we did meet through Damo. Yeah. And coaching for you, and then you said it yesterday. Shout out to We The North Radio. Oh, man. Shout out yeah, to yeah, yeah, You guys got to check that out. out. Real there, entertaining. Yeah. When you said the sanctuary of basketball, bro, mm-hmm. that I, that is something that. Just because I, I got a lot of loves in life, and just, I respect a lot of arts. Right, Basketball is right, right. an art that I respect. So 100%. hearing you say the sanctuary means you really have a connection to it. You love that's, it. That's the spot. That's the holy it. ground, bro. Like, like, life is a basketball game, right? Heaven is a playground. Mm-hmm. That's something I like, grew up saying. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's sanctuary, bro. When I, when I would have these bad days, when I would be at school, I knew at recess, I would always have my basketball. I would always dribble. Like, when I got to school at recess, we was going to get it in. Always. Who? Right, so like as I got older, kind of just like if I had a bad day, if I had a bad a bad moment, I'm going to the gym to mm-hmm. hoop. I never I never left the gym in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. Now when I got home or where I whenever I got to wherever else, like that might have changed. But while I was in there, I was good. I was gonna get picked. Uh, I could talk my shit. I could get all my energy out. I could be aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm a young dude. I'm I'm small, so I got a chip on my shoulder anyway. You get lost in there. Yeah, oh man, for hours. Like, yeah, bro. Like my, my my one thing about my grandma is she always knew that when I told her I was going to play basketball, mm-hmm. I was going to play basketball. I was never going nowhere else. Now I might have said I was going to the homies' house and went somewhere else, mm-hmm. but when I said basketball, like that was that was everything to me, bro. I dribble the basketball every single day, like. It was just, it was solace. Like it was, Definitely. like, like I, like I could get everything out. Mm-hmm. It is. It's like a. It's like a. How can I say? It's. It is. It's just. It's your sanctuary as yeah. well, bro. It's like yeah. that's the spot that you gotta. It's kind of like meditation, kind uh-huh. of, bro. Like, that's how I feel about running. I don't run a lot, you but when I run, you get lost in it. And bro. It's, it's a beautiful and it's thing for for that whatever forty minutes, fifty minutes to an hour, or three hours when you're younger and you're just playing open gym, like. You're every. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. If I'm competitive, if I'm I'm competing mm-hmm. at the highest level, and that's really what life's about, right? Like the greatest, the greatest men in life were competitors. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like all the way back to uh, George Washington and them dudes, mm-hmm. right? Like all the greatest like wars and debates or whatever start the penis swinging contest. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like that's who you are, like as a man. So it's nice to have somewhere to go get that out, and you could be physical. It's a contact sport, but it's not dirty. 
and there is skill involved to thinking man's game. So like it tests you on all levels. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that's just you know what I'm saying. I, I could go on about how how I feel is about it, how it. important is it for you to teach that to the next generation, bro? With these kids that we coach, uh, it's everything, bro. Because the game saved my life. Like the like I was at the gym when I could have been in a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was uh, that for at least for those couple of hours in the morning, and maybe probably at night too. Like at the parks, so I just grew up hooping. There was Delano was a, is a big basketball town, man. Like mm-hmm. for the, a lot of they might not be as good. But or as fit athletically gifted, but they know how to play basketball and they know how to move, they know how to cut. So like, they know how to play the game the right way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, it's important to me because I knew what that meant. And when I got to the gym and the big homies was like, do your crossover low below the knees and do these dribbling drills and get some extra shots up too because your jumper's kind of whack. Like, mm-hmm. I knew that 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 gave me something to work on, and that. That built my grind, right, to other things, right? So, like, I, I'm enjoy, I, I enjoy getting better at things. Mm-hmm. So, I enjoy, like, learning. Not, not a lot of new stuff, but, like, the things I'm interested yeah, in, right? So, like, I think that's the best thing. We should learn things that we're yeah, interested in. Yeah, that we're interested in. And yeah. once I learn, like, uh, I just started, like, lifting weights not too long ago, like, at, like as an adult. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and I was like, man, I'm not going to be no meathead. No, but I don't. got in there, and I was like, oh, I get it. I could challenge myself every single day. It's just to get, just just to get these damn joints moving. Just, bro. just to, you to know what I'm saying? Us. Just to get going and yeah, just to be bro. competitive with myself again. Exactly, like, bro. okay, cool, bro. Like, you've been to play last week. Mm-hmm. All right, can you go up a little bit more today? It's a little bit better every single day. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not trying to run and hoop like that no more. I'm not one of them dudes who still need to chase my hoop dreams, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm very much content with with giving it to the next generation. Mm-hmm. Cause I do feel like it's every basketball player's obligation to. Uh, to put back what they got out of it. Definitely, 100%. You know what I mean? And that's like, you would do that in anything. With anything you love, you should always pass it down. I feel like sometimes, like, knowledge isn't really, like, passed down, like, where we come from. Mm -hmm. A lot of people try to hold on to it. They try to sell you the game instead of tell you the game, right? You can't fucking hold on to it. The game is to be told and not sold. If we gone tomorrow, my God, I don't want anybody, any fucking little DJ I mess with, because there's something out there that's hitting me up. I want to give y'all the game, because no one gave it to me. Elevate it, bro. No one wanted to give it to me, bro. No one did. Nobody. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to all the time. Every every DJ knows who I mess with, but, bro... When I in the beginning, nah, bro, this and you is know mine. who's real big on that too, bro, is uh uh Wes Wes Davis yes. third. Yes. He uh he was real uh organic with his delivery, and he'll tell you straight up like, hey, bro, like this is good, this is bad. Like I didn't been through that. I'm not no hater. Like when I was your age, I wish I would have did this and maybe not that. We need and that, We kind of got the same like uh mentality and attitude. Like we love people, so he's like, look, bro, like if this is what you want to do, you got to chase it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, like people like that, you know what I'm saying? You need Just that, like, bro. Yeah, you need that. You need the real people in your corner, bro. Definitely. I think I felt, I felt like with the coaching and everything, that really taught me. It kind of, I was always in a little bubble by myself, but then once right. I started coaching, it's like, no, these kids need someone. It gives like you me. responsibility too. So when you out here yeah. trying, when you out here living reckless, and when you out here doing something that you're not supposed to be doing, like, what would you tell your kids? Exactly. And it's like that's like going through that chaos. I think that's what we like. You're a great coach, but I think it takes us to the next level when we connect. Connecting yeah. with the kids is half the battle. Because our gym got to stay open, bro, because I know what I know what's out there, mm-hmm. and I know what you could do. Idle time is the devil. It's, idle time, yes, bro. bro. Think about how many of your big homies and your homies just in general, right? Like, Or even yourself. Even idle time for me when right now is the devil, idle bro. idle time. Yes. Nah, bro, I'm going to open the gym. Come on. The lockdown was the most horrible, horrific part of my life, bro. That taught People me. don't think that that shit's real. No, that yeah. was idle time. I did not need. I went into a depression, right? Because I was right, right around the time that my grandma had passed. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know. I didn't know what I was good at outside of basketball. 
Which is weird, because I didn't play at no crazy high level, like a little juco or whatever, but like... Is that like a Danny crisis you would say sometimes, too? 100%. When that shit gets snatched away from you? 100%, right? Yeah. And, and two, like, it magnified because my grandma had passed, mm -hmm. so I didn't know what to do with all this energy. But people wanted my energy, but I was mourning, and I was in the house, so I didn't really have nothing to summon it. And I didn't have the kids, and I didn't have basketball, so it was just like... Whoa, so like I had my first like uh stint with like anxiety and depression, right? I like walk into the bar one day and you you know, I'm po I like I'm popular. Mm -hmm. A lot of people I know a lot of people, mm -hmm. right? Definitely. So I could walk into any given bar sometimes and Rue, Rue's here, Rue, what's up? Like, mm -hmm. you know, like Get love. If I you know if you was a DJ, you shout me out. Yeah, like Rue, you know what I'm saying? Rue Nasty in here. And, and you, that's the best feeling. And too. that's the best feeling, right? <laughs> or so feeling. I thought, bro, when I had walked into the space. And rule, 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 and like I remember my heart just dropping, like bounced to the bottom of my stomach, and then came up into my mouth, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like everything was in slow motion. And I was like, "What do they want from me?" Yeah, exactly. What? Is it, what? 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 Mm -hmm. And so I walked out, bro. Didn't even get a drink, bro. Walked out, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Damn, I gotta, I gotta start, I gotta start figuring out, figuring out." Because like we talked about earlier, like when you get to twenty one, when I got to twenty five, I was like. I might be here for what a minute, the, bro. What the fuck is this? Like, I didn't know. Oh, man. I didn't plan for this. I didn't set myself up Yo, to be 25 at all. Bro, didn't know. Didn't know. Didn't know. 30 is a fucking weird thing, too. You like, know what I mean? Halfway. So just like to tie yeah. it back in, I'm like, yo, to these young kids, I'm like, yo, I can only give you the game as raw as I get it. Because yeah. I'm still digesting it on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. So I can't really tell you, like, what to do. I can only tell you what not to do. And I could try to be, like, lean on me, bro. So if I fall flat on my face, look, young boy, look, 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 look. Get you a job, go to school, stay in school as long as you can. There's no bills. Your parents gonna let you stay there? Stay there. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like independence was everything. I just wanted to get out. Mm -hmm. Nah, bro, your parents gonna let you stay at the house, stay at the house. Please do. Get your degree. As long as you can. Stack your money. Mm -hmm. Get your get your little credit card. Not a big credit card. Get your little credit card. Mm -hmm. Maybe buy some jewelry, you know what I'm saying? Like it's the hood way, but it works. Mm -hmm. Do that. So by the time you're 21, 25, your credit score is out the roof. You could put a down payment on the house, mm -hmm. and you could have you that already bought two cars. So your first car might have been a bucket, but your second car is something hot. I told the homie like, "Yo, get that house, my guy. You ain't got to live in it." Right. Stack, get another one in two yeah, years. Yeah, bro. Like, you have every opportunity to do that now. You're young. Just financial literacy, bro. So like at, at 25, I was like, man. Luckily, I had new people, and I wasn't down bad. Mm -hmm. So I was able to like kick things into gear and get in motion and finally step up to like that next level. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? To be comfortable. And my credit score was like. It was cool and it's right, and so now I'm like working. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I didn't know. Yeah, so man. just to like tell you, it means everything, bro. To be like, yo, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm not a like. You know, there's a lot of parent, there's a lot of uh, father figures in coaching. Definitely. I'm not one of them yet. I'm unk. I'm big bro. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Like I'm big bro. Like, hey, look, little homie, I know what you're doing. You too loose with it, cause if I could tell, everybody else could tell. Oh my God! Just tighten it up. Same. You got to tell me. You want the guys? I ain't gonna say his name, but my G. If I know, everybody knows, and that's not okay. That's you need to. Okay. You need to move a little bit more. You, you know need to lurk a little bit slower, my G. Take your do rag off. Put your pants up. I can't up. even tell you don't do it, cause I know how I was, especially if they graduated. Hey, those are the ones I'm worried about. The ones who already graduated. But what I will tell you is, what we learned, bro, <laughs> is we we you know we we lost a couple, right? Definitely. Rest um, in peace, Manny. Yeah, rest in peace, my guy, Manny, man. And his, his life was something crazy. Uh, you gotta, you still gotta check in with those dudes, mm -hmm. like you check in with them when they, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's a little less, maybe it's once a week, every two weeks. We do mandatory check-ins with our with our dudes now. I do anyway. Mm -hmm. I need to hear from you twice a month. Mm -hmm. I need a game plan. Cause they're still 18, 19. Don't they don't know. Their graduation don't mean nothing. The street, 18, not really the age where you're like independent. As much as growing up in the hood, like you think you are, but it's mm -hmm. like if you look on the reverse and you think about all those people that are like successful or like 
uh, got things handed to them, mm-hmm. they didn't leave the nest at 18. Nah, bro. They developed, bro. They got more development in them. Yeah, bro. They didn't have to like go out and fall flat on their face. And that's not, and that's what I, we could teach these kids, right? Like redefine your idea of success. Like it's not cool to struggle. It's yeah, not exactly. cool. Raise your kids, bro. Mm-hmm. You don't really got to be with your woman, but you got to be functional. Mm-hmm. And your kid has to not grow up in that much chaos. God, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like it, it, it's everything and we just have to redefine our idea of success. And it's like, take it from me, bro. I got something that, you know what I'm saying, that I might drive that you might think is hot. Mm-hmm. I got some little pieces that, you know what I'm saying, that you might like. Dimes and shit, right? You know what they, I mean? Yeah, like, they, they love that, bro. Yeah, they, and it's cool to them. They gravitate towards it's it. It's cool to them. So it's like, let me use that to relate because I know what it's like on the other side. And I feel like Mr. Jones, he's supposed to have that because mm-hmm. he don't look like me. Mm-hmm. And he probably got everything handed to him. That might not be true, but I know how kids who grew up, how we grew up think, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, find a common ground. For me, like, I'm still... I'm still young. I grew up in that guy. I'm not even 10 years older than you. Mm-hmm. I got a little sister. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got nephews. Mm-hmm. So I could just be like, look, I could just be the OG I always wanted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm 26. Beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm 26. So it's like, go ahead. And you 26, my guy, you have so much more, bro. That's what's oh, crazy. Man. Like, just know that, bro. Because like, you know, because like, what, what I realized when I turned 25 was like, like I said, like, I'm not living recklessly. So like. I got more in front of me than I do behind me. Exactly. 100%. So, like, if I live to be my grandpa's age, say I get to 85. So much. Come on, guy. That's 50 something. That's so 50 much, years. Bro. That's, I think that's what we have to be aware of, too. We can prep now for yeah, that. Yeah. We, we're yeah. going to get to that. 100%. God willing, you know. God willing. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Not no freak accident or something, but like. Yeah, no, I t- that's why I tell some guy, 22, oh, I'm fucking up. Nah, G, you have so oh, much no, time. Nah, bro. You got all the time. Just in the world, that shit man. off my uh-huh. G, figure it out. Figure dude. it out. It could be a lot, and that's another thing, too. I'm sure we realized. People, just somebody who has it way worse. Yeah, There's yeah, always yeah, somebody yeah, who always. has it worse, my you guy. You have no idea. You think, we think, our growing up is bad. And you talk to some of these kids <laughs> at the schools that we work at, and it's like, oh, man, like, come on, bro. Let me go get you a burger. It's, it's, we should just $20, my yeah, guy. Yeah, man, here, man. Here, come dude. on. Because yeah. I know what it's like. I know, man, I know. Just, I could sleep a little bit better at night. Oh, just I know just, when I tried, yeah, bro. Just, I know when I tried. Like, every, like, people talk about survival's guilt, right? Yeah, it's a real thing. Like, and we ain't even like to where we supposed to be at yet. But if I feel like I'm a little bit ahead, like, come on, man, come on, man. It's so hard for me to. I need to stop doing that. Honestly, I got love for all my guys, but you gotta take care of your energy. If you ain't trying to do this or you ain't trying to do anything with it, yeah, we had this talk at the wedding. We did have this talk at the Mm -hmm. wedding about the energy and how you just like you can't spread yourself thin, right? Mm -hmm. Just giving, giving, giving. Like eventually, you got to be selfish, and that's where I'm at right now. With this point in my life, is like. I could give, but I'm selfish. I'm more selfish now than I've ever been. That's mm-hmm. a, and that's a crazy word for me, and that's a crazy feeling for me that I, I had to learn how to how to adapt to. I think we always, what's the word too? We always just align that with a bad thing. Being yeah, selfish is yeah, a bad yeah. thing. Like, no, I don't think selfish is being a nah. bad thing at all. Because if you don't take care of you, who's going to take care of you? We ain't no good if we, we ain't no good at anybody else if we're not yeah, good. Yeah, I'm the provider. I'm the bread. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, the, I'm the breadwinner. So if I'm mm-hmm. not right, I'm not. Okay, cool. All right, no, mm-hmm. no. I'm at the point now where I want to set myself up to put other people around me, my my brother, my sister. Yo, you work for me right now. So you don't you, you don't want to do what you do. Let's figure out a way to work for me. We can try to get more money. To get right. Maybe right now I can't get you what you want, but just let's keep grinding towards yeah, this goal, yeah, yeah. and we can make some more. One hundred percent. And, and it, that's what's crazy, dude. I think that's where I'm at in my life. Like I don't need to do 
what the world tells me I should do. Like, oh, you got to go do this. You got to do that. Or no, you're not you going to make it. But how am I going to do if I don't even try to risk it? How do I, I got to take the chance, right? You, got to, you have to. You have right, to. Right now, do I have everything you want to do. I have no idea what I'm doing half the shit I'm doing. I don't know what the end game is, bro. But right. what am I supposed to do? Give yeah. up? Nah, we work too can't. hard, bro. You can't. And, and eventually, bro, you'll, you'll align yourself and it'll all come through and you'll see the end game and you'll see it clearer than before. Mm-hmm. And if not, they'll be like, all right, let's try something else. Like, we're young, we're young, bro. Yeah, 30? Like, I used to think the old guy was 30. Yeah, that's the OG because people don't live to 30. Oh, God, I'm like, nah, that guy was At old. 30, you either locked up, you 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 upstate, bro, for a long time, you're not coming home. Or you're strung out. Or, you, or you're strung out of your dad. Yeah, bro. I, that's it. Yeah, those are the three, that's when we came around, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Like, I remember seeing, and I used to think the old guys were so cool. I'm like, that ain't cool. They were strung out the whole time the trying whole to give time. us. Trying to give us drugs my yeah team. man nah that's Dude. why i kind of lost respect that's why i really mess with a lot of cats especially around here now like bro i know what you're doing i was 15 over here giving me this shit mm-hmm. you over here trying this or that like nah bro that ain't the way that's that's not the way it's gonna go when you're uh when you're uh when your idols become your rivals bro that's when you know you like on a different path and i hope i got and i know we know that too bro i hope i got all the snakes out of my grass dog you never will bro you never oh, get all God. of them you never it's get so all of hard, them. my G. It's it so is, hard. It is, bro. It's so hard to identify them too, especially when you root them out every. Oh, man. I feel like oh, every man. year I'm rooting somebody out. It be, is, we all grow people. Yeah. And it's like, damn, is, is there somebody? I, I just that's the only time I wish I could kind of see in the future who's gonna do me dirty, who's gonna not ride with me the way right. I expect them, because I know I'd be riding with my guys, even the guys you guys don't see a lot. You know, like yeah. I ride with my guys. And yeah, you know. It's it's scary, it, bro. It's disappointing too. I'm like, man, dog. I'm always trying to keep it 1,000 with you. Yep. And I learned that throughout life, too. you got to be honest with people. Like, what do You, you know, my to... grandpa would always tell me when I was a youngster, he would always say, uh, be a man of understanding mm-hmm. and understand that not everybody has the same understanding as you. Mm-hmm. And so that, like, for me, it just, okay, cool. Like, I don't really got to, like, I can't really see where you're coming from, but I can understand that everybody got a choice. Mm-hmm. And so I, I can see that you wasn't really raised like me, so I can just cut the ties there. Definitely. And that's like how you know, right? It's like when you stop letting, uh, this is what Wes told me too, right? When you stop letting, when, when you understand what angers you, controls you, and when you limit the things that do anger you. Mm-hmm. And that's when you know you're at that next like, okay, you found Zen. And like, that's what happiness is. And that's what success is. Cause it's like, it's people that's rich that don't have that. Mm-hmm. So what would you rather have? Domo told me one time too, like with the whole, I wanted to change this grind. He's like, man, nigga Jeff Bezos has all the money in the world and he can't even keep his wife happy. They, they. One minute. We're gonna go into a quick commercial break. Cause Just I wanna make sure that FaceTime thing did not fuck with my recording. And it sure didn't, and we still on. Never mind the commercial, we going live. And real fast, my guy, before um, we have one more thing on the cartoon we got to meet. And I know we love hip-hop, my guy. Oh, man. So we're going to do this real fast. We're going to have this quick discussion. Mount Rushmore. There's four guys on Mount Rushmore, right? On, right, right. Okay. West Coast hip-hop? West Coast hip-hop. West Coast, I think we need to get that into that. Alright, uh... Who's automatic? Like, we can't even debate. Like, he's in there. I think Snoop has to be that Cube, guy, right? Snoop, Cuba Snoop. Cuba Snoop, okay. Cube, Cube mm-hmm. off top, like, people could hate Cube in his past life, but as far as rap goes... Yeah. Cube... He started this shit. Cube and Snoop. Cube, Snoop, uh... I have... I See, and this is where we... T- I think we could put two, maybe three. It's gonna either be easy, quick, or Pac. But, but see, when you put, for me, for me, this is where, like, I understand Easy's impact, because mm-hmm. he, like, funded it all. But when you talk about rap, that's Cube shit. Yes. That's Cuban Ren. Yes. 
So, so if we put Dre on there, what are we going to say with Dre? Because, you know, whoever the hell wrote, Dre never wrote a damn lyric in his life either. So, nah, do we put Dre in there too? Or we just say his production? Okay, was but what, is we talking about Mount Rushmore of rap or are we talking about godfathers, the engineers, like pioneers, oh, the forefathers? I think it's a different, right? See, we do have to have established a criteria because we have, they had to be born. Yeah. In oh, because you, you don't fuck with the pot comparison. Yeah, I'm like, and that was, means we can't get corrupt no love either. See, do people consider corrupt a West Coast MC? Is corrupt from 60s. I think he's an MC, but see, I, you're, you're right. You're right. You, <laughs> corrupt, we get to that. Corrupt yeah. from 60s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it's Mac Dre. I, I mean, I, I, I would say Dre and Short. Let me tell you my Mac Dre, I guess, beef. And people are always going to... I've been... Shout I don't out to got, my guy Rob, too. Shout out to my guy DJ Bass. Yeah, oh, my guy Rob is going to put me on. He's, see, I've always felt like I... I was so used to a sound. Uh-huh. So when I hear Dre, it's like, that's not what I'm used to listening right, to. Right, right. He's not speaking about anything I could relate to in a weird Dre way. Dre was talking that shit, see, though, bro. See, I was kind of behind on the game. He was then. asleep. I'll be sending you the uh, Mac songs. Yeah, be bro. On him. Yes, yes. Nah, Matt, bro, Mac Dre, Mac Dre, he game spitter. Uh, he a pioneer. Like, we talk about all the hyphy movement. You talk about, like, the way music sounds now. All the 808 shit. All the clap you. shit. Mm-hmm. That's all Mac Dre. They milked that They milked they that did. sound. And so, like, people will say 40, right? 40, I love 40, bro. For, I listen to a lot of 40. 40, mm-hmm. like, you the know what I'm saying? The old 40s words at for me, honestly. The click, the click 40. Yes. Yes. That was no, it. Notice when, 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 when 40 stopped talking about the ew. When he started rapping like that. Mm-hmm. And when he started rapping on them hyphy beats, mm-hmm. it was right when Mac died. Mm-hmm. And 40 took it to the next level. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I love it. I appreciate it. Y'all was from Vallejo. Both of y'all from Vallejo. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't have no songs together. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Come yeah. on, guy. Yeah. It wasn't like, from what my understanding, right? We all historians or whatever. From my understanding on the reading and the movement, right? Mind you, I wasn't there. Da, 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 da. I wasn't my claiming to be. From my understanding... The 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 hillside and the crest was like two different worlds. Uh-huh. So forty was like represent what they was doing. Sugar T, be legit, like mm-hmm. the click. That was mm-hmm. the way they rap. When 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 Mac went to jail and came back and started popping pills and all that shit, he was on. That was yeah. that's the lifestyle they was living. Mm-hmm. And then when Mac died and t- Mac died in what oh four. Tell me when to go drop in oh six. Mm-hmm. Kick the sneak, all of this. Yeah yeah. Now yeah. forty took off with the whole wave. So it's like. I appreciate it, like, but you wasn't rapping like that. It was Mac Dre. Yeah. When you was on that click, when you was uh, on that hurricane and all that, mm-hmm. that shit don't sound. That was like some it. gutter raw rap back in the that day. That shit don't sound like Mac Dre. Nah, that shit has, doesn't have the bounce. It honestly, don't have none no of it. No disrespect to E Forty. Yeah, I, I love Forty. I know enough. It didn't have the bounce. It didn't have none of nothing that. Nothing like it that. He bro. wasn't rapping like that. He wasn't. So it's like you gotta give Mac Dre his props. And okay. people could say, people could say the regional shit. But you go put that. People say he didn't have no bar. You go put them early records on. You go put anything, anything. You can find any Mac Dre record, and he was rapping his ass off mm-hmm. over any beat, mm-hmm. from "Make You Mine" to "Not My Job." He was striving this era too, bro. Oh man, Mac Dre guy. Just look at the fucking catalog. Get he has. stupid. You can't even. Oh come on, man. That's why I came. I know. That's why I realized too with this era too. They do put that catalog out. Mac was striving. Mac, Mac would be the fucking guy. It's all his shit. Yeah, bro. Think about striving. all the rappers everybody like. Sound mm-hmm. just like Mac Dre. Definitely. So I, th- I think it's Mac. I think it's Mac. We talked about this the other day too. It's quick. It got to be quick. Quick is Mac. Special. Got to be quick. They don't mention him. He's so underrated. Rhythmalism, a top five album of all time. Oh my god. Safe. It sounds right behind it. Even way too funky, bro. This is what hey. they were doing with those samples. It's oh, like, man, crazy. Even um, uh, like the Book of David, the, that late quick. That sugar free shit. Oh my god, dude. Come yeah, on, the ghetto man. Gospel, high C. Yeah, no. Come on, quick. I was saying, 
all that shit. He has so many beats that he just gave to the homies. Quick mixed, quick mixed and master all eyes on me. Yes. I mean, a lot of them is Daz beats. No, definitely. Da, I mean, Daz did his shit. But now that we know a little bit more music, he just re- refined them to where they got yeah. they sound better to the yeah. ear. And I think quick has to be in the dis. Consistency from that '92 to '99 period. That G funk shit, bro. Come on, man. And I fuck with Drake. I love Drake. Warren G up there. What? Warren G? Yeah, definitely. I don't know if like if music wise he got the catalog as them dudes, but production wise that '92 '97. I want it all. Regular. Nobody does it better. Oh man, him and him and Nate had a run. Oh my, Nate had a run. And I used to, man, I used to get. That's why I start fucking with Shug. Shug said, "Oh, Nate ain't never had no success as solo." Maybe according to the masses, they got Nate fucked up. Yeah, West Coast, you know, we know Nate is that guy. It wasn't no shit. All your favorite rappers' best songs got Nate Dogg on them. He provided something that people can never find again. It ain't a hit on Nate Dogg's bit. Yeah, dude. We'll never get somebody like that who can provide that. No, no. I know we had the Akons of the world and shit who had some good hits. T Pain. T Pain. T Pain had a run. T Pain had a run. I feel T Pain when he says, give me something new to listen to. Yeah, no, no, no. 100%. 1000%. And that's what's so fucked about the game now. When we do get something that's different, it would have been just a hype back in the day. Now it's like, oh, it's different. It's, It's hot. That's why you gotta really appreciate uh, Bino and Blast. Yes, Blast yes. got shit, bro. You Bla- put me on that. Blast ain't missed. Yeah, but hey, he's shooting. I mean, you could say it's a couple that you probably don't mess with. No, Everything's from. Either. My guy's shooting like uh, 50, 40, 90. He yeah. having a crazy career right and, now. And he's blessed. I hope oh. he rides that wave. I hope he ride. I hope he. I hope he stays true to this and not be like, oh, I got to change because of this. Like, do what you're good at, guy, mm-hmm. and ride that shit as long as you can. Take a break and then. Even when you need that break, take it. Break. I hope the people surround him know, like, just study the history of it. Yeah. Because we need more stars like that. We need, need longevity, bro. Do what he does. Like, even when I was saying that Buster shit with Jan Jackson, people forget about that still to this hey. day. Like, ah, no, that ah, shit. Ah, ah, ah. And the way he was spitting, like, oh, oh make it quick, make it deliver. Bro, think about, think deliver. about, think about all, all of your favorite rappers, rappers, rappers. Mm-hmm. You don't get into like that next tier status unless you got some like. R&B type shit. Exactly. Some player shit. Some shit, some shit people could just cruise to. And excuse the language, but what did Biggie say? The fellas are going to want what the bitches want. That's it. And that's just the way that's it is. It. I learned that too, DJ. And I can't just be playing this you, thug shit. No, you can't. I got to get something to get these ladies you got, out here. You, when, when you a DJ, bro, you got, you pretty, oh, you, got, you could break out the new shit, the shit nobody knows, or the shit, the, the, the B-side shit. But really, the people gonna fuck with you is when you keep playing shit everybody knows. Yeah. Hit after hit after hit. The vibe is there. And the ladies, when they get out on the dance floor, that's, that's when the fellas that's when the party that's when gets they're gonna going. creep in. Like, let me go get up in this. Come on, man. I've seen that all the time. I cannot play. I can't play Can't See Me at a party. Nah. But we could put How Do You Want It you on there. You can play all of that. Do For Love. Like, hey, those, hey. that shit, dude. I'm hitting switches on bitches like I've been fixed with hydraulics. Yeah, you know dude. what I mean? Come on. Hey, young dad struck a match in the, the match, match went, went out. But it wasn't no. Oh, my God. Come on. That oh, shit, and that's why I know it's a vibe, dog. Oh, that fucking R A G in the mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Rage is. I will always say this: the Lady of Rage has probably the best opening verse of any album that on the West Coast. G Funk intro. Oh my is god, dude, so beautiful, bro. I just sipping Tangray. Oh, yeah, one mind, no money with a mouthful of manjay. Oh, she's oh my cold, God, bro. bro. I don't get. Yeah, I, I don't know that there's a, a woman verse better than that. There, there can't be, bro. Like, even with the men, I no. just what she did, and especially with the spotlight she was given. This was Snoop Dogg's debut That's fucking Snoop album. Shit. Snoop was on top of the game. Snoop was, people got the people got it fucked up. People think that that Pac has shit running. Nah, Snoop was Snoop was Jordan. Hey, Pac got people got fucked up because they think Drake and all these guys have it, and the respect to the legends. Yes. But 
There's nothing like that Snoop hype. No. I wish I was around. I wish I was there. But, but the way the OGs Snoop talk hype, about it, oh there was oh, nothing man. like it. No, there was, they, my, my boy was telling me there was lines of people out trying yeah. to get this. It took him a week to was, get it. And he was living that. He was living that. And he can't. And you know what, too? It wasn't just the hype he, he produced and he delivered. Every fucking song. And the song. first person he had on this album was Lady of Rage. And she came through. And that was kind of, that's what's beautiful about It's kind of like wrestling. I know people don't like wrestling, but you're setting up somebody else yeah. on your platform your, yep. and that's why i think people need businessmen to do that too we're trying to set people up you know what I'm that's why i feel like with the podcast too we're just trying to with the businesses yeah we're just trying to set people up just let you do your thing but where do you come from though i heard him do the podcast that's the yeah. kind of mentality yeah, i take yeah, with yeah. the whole business thing. that's my guy and, and, and like it's crazy bro anytime you're in a room you're supposed to put somebody else on granted you can't you can't for people who like, oh, you're supposed to always support the homies. You always are supposed to. You always are supposed to support the homies, right? Definitely. Like, but if your homie not good at something, you gotta be realistic. Hundred percent. I can't put you in these rooms with me because you are gonna make me look foolish. But if you deserve that spotlight, like anytime, bro, like you get a DJ, oh, EC3, yeah, DJ definitely. Ashby, yeah. Uh, you need somebody to take pictures. I'm always clutch this clutch. Even if Damo, even if Damo, Ernie, and Moy don't know how to specifically do what they ask, <laughs> my guys, yeah, and they yeah. gonna learn. Yeah, definitely. you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like Clutch does our football stuff. Yeah, we got it, media day stuff. It looks so crazy too. Oh my so, god, they're nuts. It's amazing. Like I was, I, I, I screenshot like Domo. This is it. That's it. And that's what I was like. Every picture on my Instagram, Clutch tag. Yeah, always. That's it. Always. Dog. My shorts when I go coach, Clutch tag. And it's so crazy, man. My hip hop mentor, he booked me for his daughter's skin saying, I want to keep it 100. I was doubting myself. I'm like, man, can I really rock this shit? Because you know, you, it's like. Your sensei. This is who right. taught you the game, and now right. you gotta go perform for him. Imagine yeah. like, I don't, I don't even know how to say it, dude. Like, just imagine Dre having this producer, and this producer is now making a beat for Dre. Right, right, right. Like, what are his nerves like? That's how right. I felt. And dude, it was one of the best gigs I ever had. But it was just, I wasn't even thinking about that. I just got locked in because yeah. I'm a weirdo when I'm DJing, bro. I'm not Ernie anymore. I'm you just got, locked in. You gotta be easy, easy three, thing. yeah. Yeah, I'm just business. Like I'm here to do it's one a job. Mood. That's it, bro. Yeah. You, you're in control. Like it's it's nice to hear you say like you take you take it so serious, right? But it's like people are paying you for like lifetime events, big moment in their lifetime. If you could be like, man, we danced all night at that moment. Yeah, dog. Like even if they don't remember your name, like I just remember that night we danced all night. And when you can have the crowd right here in your fucking palm, it's oh, like, man. when you can just sound, if you love money, say hell yeah. And they're I'm like, hell know. yeah. I'm, I'm like, know. oh my I'm God, dude. It's, it's a beautiful thing, dude. It's, it's that rush. And it's kind of like, um, it's a blessing. But then I, I think I tell people this all the time. I'm well aware of this light does not stay lit forever. So I'm trying to give them what I can you right have now. To. Like there's, you can't, bro. You like, have to. You got to t- take advantage of every opportunity, right? So like, it's like you got to take advantage of, of, of the opportunity of a lifetime. In the lifetime of the opportunity. And just like basketball players, what they're not gonna get this two hundred mil every year. Nah, that shit stop bouncing. This, this ain't gonna happen. This ain't gonna happen bouncing. when you're forty, my guy. Yeah. Get that shit while you can. Get now, it. Play bro. as hard as you can, bro. Don't miss no days, man. If you if you're not really hurt, you're not really injured, bro. Practice, play, mm-hmm. go, do it. Mm-hmm. Cause you're gonna be like, low. Oh, I'm hurt. My ankle, this and that. And before you know it, you. You're not going to play no more. You're going to be like, damn, I wish I would have just played them Snoop games. Snoop says she's so crazy. Are you hurt or are you injured? I never heard that until Snoop said it on That's his little, on his, on his, on his youth football. My guy Coach T says that. Are you injured or are you hurt? My guy Josh Cowber, uh, West Coast Elite. Shout out to them. You know what I'm saying? We do the West Coast Elite thing too. Let's get into that real fast before we head out, my guy. What? How did you get into that? I love seeing that. Is that AAU? Uh, That's AAU, It's right? AAU, right? So we on the Under Armour circuit, right? So like, if, if you know, right? So like all the shoe companies have their own summer circuit during live periods. Mm-hmm. Live period is uh, are when college coaches could come actually see you in person mm-hmm. and maybe start offering you a little bit, talk about interest. Mm-hmm. Um, my guy, T, right? He was a basketball. During the, COVID, during the COVID stuff, he came down. 
uh, he's coaching at Western Ranch. Now he's at uh, Modesto Christian. And we just went to dinner. We just, you know, started drinking. He started talking. He was like, bro, like, you're hungry. Like, like what's your plans? What's your goals with this? I'm like, honestly, bro, I kind of just, I love my community. He's like, man, there's so much more out there. So then when he took the West Coast Elite job, he called me. He was like, uh, he, could, uh, he was like, I want you to come get down. He's like, it's a drive. It's a push. He's like, but I know you're with it. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll drive. You know what I'm saying? I coach uh, in the NorCal branch. Mm -hmm. So we're based out of the Bay. You know what I'm saying? Walnut Creek. Uh, a lot of our kids go to the schools out there. Campolindo, Salesian. Uh, Modesto Christian, they all go to schools out there. So he was like, I want you to just get a, a different taste of it. Mm -hmm. So, like, honestly, bro, it's like one of the best decisions I could ever make, bro, to like, because what we, like, we coach basketball here in town, right? It's like such on a basic level, it's such on just a fundamental teaching level, right? But I didn't know really how much of like my mentorship and coaching it was. Like, what's the balance, right? Am I just like a, like, how people are like, are you just a good mentor? Or can you really, or can you put this X and O shit together? Exactly. So I got out there and I was like, you know, AJ taught me a lot. So like, I was like, man, I could do this at a really high level. I could coach basketball at a high level when the kids are good, I can make them better. Mm -hmm. So yeah, man, I'm just grinding, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm excited, man. We got, we got a lot in store for the for future. You. It is a great opportunity, I'm man. They're back, Ryan Silver's a man. And uh, the whole Under Armour thing is, it's a blessing just to be on a platform, just to be on a stage and to have the back end. So like, if I do, uh, want to take this thing like nationally and globally like I got a backing and when I do you know what I'm saying finish school and I do start applying for these college jobs like I got some weight on my name you know yeah, what I mean bro. like and I got some backing and I got some people so it's a great experience man I love it man I'm, I'm blessed I leave tomorrow night actually uh, we go to LA for the last life here we go to uh, Irvine playing at Momentus so I think timing is a crazy thing, right? Oh, man. I think people always push us. We got to do this by this time. Like, no, let me, nah. let's get this timing right. Yeah, it's man. Be, yeah, man. It's God, meant to God, be. You're God, still 26. Real. It's still 26. Get that, my guy. Like, we got so much time, bro. You, like, what I'm saying, like, when you live in the streets, bro, when you grow up, like, and you see it, man, like, I got, like, okay, so, like, my my high school friends, right? My three high school friends, bro. So Same here, dude. But two in jail, one dead. Mm. Like, my guy. It's like, mm -hmm. my dudes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, man, like, we used to all meet up at the corner and walk to school together. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you don't know, you think your clock is ticking, but then when you get to the other side and you're so far removed from doing reckless stuff for like, I don't even be nowhere that I know something might happen. I just don't even go. Can't, bro. That's when like, you know, like, okay, I'm not really living reckless. So like barring like something catastrophic, like I'm gonna be here for a minute. I can start, like you said, 26. Okay, cool. So like, what's the goal? Okay, cool. Finish school and maybe start applying for jobs by 30. Mm-hmm. Easy. I could do that. I could, I could see the direct path. And sometimes when you're young, like, you got tunnel vision, but you can't see the light. Yeah. But now I can see the light, so it's like, okay, cool. Like, I got a good job. I got benefits. I, could, I, could, I can afford to fund my dream. I'm getting money in a couple different ways now. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm not hungry. Mm -hmm. I'm not starving, not even a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm comfortable. I can vacation where I want to. Like, mm -hmm. My 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 peoples are healthy. My peoples just take care of. What did you say yesterday on the on the North Radio? What you were eating yesterday? Yeah, yeah. man, I had filet mignon and scallop. Yeah, I could do that. Like not bro. like saying I'm balling and we had like Ruth Chris every weekend or not. No, but no, like no, no. if we I'm, could do that, though. I could. Man, come on, man. I used to eat noodles three, four, five, six days in a row. Five hot pockets and pizza pockets and. Five on, years man. ago, I was doing McDonald's trying to struggle to buy a come McDouble. On, my man, guy. I used to work at Tony's. Man, I used to work oh, at Chili's. Man, I'm taking food home. Exactly. Come on, man. I'm not trying to eat no more McDonald's. No more Taco Bell. Exactly. Man. Like Damo always says, bro. Like I know what fried bologna tastes like. I can make you a mean fried bologna sandwich. On God, I can. But I don't. I don't have to. Exactly. So I don't want to. It's a beautiful thing we go out there. Just you know, we just put the Benji on it. Yeah, come like, on, man. I got it's like it's it's, it it's a nice feeling from going from little homie to big homie, right? So if I take my little homies out and we out, like get what y'all want. Oh, God. Get what you want, bro. Don't we take a kids to Chipotle and, and Chick Fil A for the first time. Get what you want, man. Mm -hmm. I got it. Mm -hmm. I got us.
When, when I go out with my with my young bulls and we go to the bar, they're not even my young bulls, right? They call me unk. I'm 26, they 23, right? Whatever, whatever. I got it. They, they know that's on my tab. Mm-hmm. They know. Like, they just know. Like, not saying they abuse it or anything, but, like, no, they know. that's a good feeling to have, bro. It's cool to tell the homie who don't want to say in front of anybody, you ain't got no money here, my G. Yeah, don't worry on, about bro, it. You don't, don't on, tell man. nobody that if you don't want to. I, I know what that feeling's like. You're I, not going to yeah. eat. We're not going to eat, and you're not going to eat, bro. There's no way. Matter of fact, make you feel better. I got everybody's tab. Come on. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean, like, and, I, and that's a good feeling, and it's only gonna get more, and it's only gonna magnify. So I can't wait to like to do it on a broader scale and to take care of more people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to just help them and just give them light, so that way, like, that's the way we break the cycle. Mm-hmm. You get out, you see things. Now you're you're functional, and now you kick that game down. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not gonna always be here, exactly. and I'm not even gonna know everybody that you know. But like, each one teach one. If I could reach one, you could reach another mm-hmm. one, and you could reach another one. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? So like, that's more like my drive and my focus. Cause like, I know what I know what them nights is like. Like Nipsey say, bro, they don't know about them sleepless nights. I know yeah, them them looking for a reason nights. Mm-hmm. Like I I know, bro. Mm-hmm. I know. Trust me, I know, young boy. I remember I used to get in my check, bro. It used to be like hundred twelve dollars in two weeks. I was like. Yeah, man. How the fuck am I supposed to make this stretch? Yeah, I wasn't. Man. I wasn't even trying to. I wasn't hustling shirts. Nah. No dro. No. I had no other stream of income. Yeah. All I had. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to make this one twelve? You know, manage stretch it out. Yeah. Like without, like I, I never. I used to hate borrowing money from anybody. Anybody, bro. I've never borrowed money. And I used to hate selling stuff. Yeah. That's like the hood bankruptcy. You see a nigga start selling his uh, his PlayStation and stuff. Like you know, like oh, he down bad. Like nigga yeah. start selling J's and shit. You like nah. Back in the day, I my pride doctor, would never let me. I had this Dr. Dre laptop. I used to be at the pawn shop on Ming all the time. Give me two hundred, I'll pick it up in two weeks. Yeah. I need that now though. Yeah, I need it. I, I need never, tra- man, dude. I, I hope I, I never got to go back. I was, I was reffing, bro. I was reffing, bro. Fourteen games in a Saturday. Give me all the games because I don't even know when I could get money again. Mm-hmm. Fourteen games on a Saturday. Ten games on a Sunday just mm-hmm. to last me for the month. I'm not eating sometimes. Like, I'm already knowing. Like, I'm with AJ. Shouts to AJ, bro. That's my dog. Like, he's, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, bro, you good, bro. I might got $20 too, but we could split it. Like, and that's how you know, bro. Like, and that's, I was there. So I tell these young boys, I tell them, like, yo, I, bro, I'm listening. I hear you. I'm not saying they're right. I'm not saying it's right. But you, you giving up, bro, like, it's just going to feed into, like, mm-hmm. to the stereotype. And you that's just, what they want. That's what they want. That's what it was designed for. Like, exactly, you know what I'm saying? And we could bro. do this all day, you know what I'm saying? But And real yeah. fast, I remember just, I tweeted out the other day, it's beautiful that you could, you know, the, the my, my homies that I used to um, starve with, the homies I used to starve with, now we striving. Oh, man. There's nothing like that feeling. We oh, go, Me and my guy went out, we just went out to the bar. Damn, I said, remember when we used to think this was a lot? A lot, yeah. That's regular. Let's go, my guy. Come on. That's regular. Come on, man. Let's go, bro. Like, nah, man. It's I, so crazy. I'm just, already knowing. Because we struggled together. Me and my guy, my guy Bubba, we used to struggle together, bro. We, we weren't dead broke, but we, we'd be like, man, we can't do that, though. We nah. can't go buy this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you used to think about it. You used to see the commercials and be like, damn, just one day. We were in high school, my guy. Yeah. All our guys, I'm man. Already know. And, you, and you flip that switch, man. It's a beautiful thing, right, to be able to take care of your peoples. And if your peoples need it. To be like, look, I got it. Take my sister's kids out. Like, yeah, man, me, come on, man. Don't give me money. Got yeah, it. I got you. Come on. What time do they got to be home? Yeah, come on, nephew. What time do you got to be home? bro. Exactly. All right, exactly. Cool. All right. Is he, is he fed, he fed him yet? Don't worry Don't about worry it. Don't worry about it. It's good. What you want to eat, bro? Get whatever you want. Just had this conversation just with my, my, my Try some new shit, matter of fact. Yeah, like, what, 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 can I take her? All right. Don't send her any money either. Yeah, like, you always good. do that shit. Keep that 20. Tell your mom you spent yeah. it. Keep it in your pocket. Keep don't it. lose it. Yeah, don't lose it. No, 100%, bro. 100%. That's a beautiful thing. But, man, episode 93, bro, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Just what you bro. Love, bro. Amen. Love, bro. What did we say? Comfortable in chaos. Comfortable in chaos, hey, man. Hey, comfortable in chaos, it, my man. guy.
Uncle Rube, Ruben Hill, we out here. Yes, sir, SDS yes, sir. Podcast, we out. Episode 93.